Welcome to the $100 MBA Show. And today is a Q&A weekend episode where we answer your questions right on the show. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zinhom. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. Today's question comes from Joanna. And Joanna asks, how to deal with difficult clients. Joanna used our Speak It option on our show page to record her question. So we're going to play her question right on the air. You too could submit a question using the Speak It option. Just visit 100mba.net slash show to submit your question. Now, Joanna actually has two parts to her question, but we're going to tackle her first part today. And then next weekend, we'll take care of part two. So let's hear Joanna's question. Hi, guys. This is Joanna here. I just want to thank you first off for this wonderful podcast. I'm absolutely addicted to listening to you. Uh, I love your content and it's amazing. It's just it's helping a lot. I wish I had this a few years back and, you know, better late than never, I guess. I have two questions for you. Uh, The first question is regarding how to deal with clients Uh, that have a very imposing personality. They don't really give you room to kind of speak or or make yourself clear. They have a very kind of aggressive way of dealing with people and uh, they're not very specific about what they want. So I was wondering if you have any, you know, kind of feedback about how to deal with people like that. Thanks, Joanna, for the question, and thanks for listening to The $100 MBA Show. We're really happy to hear that you're loving it and that you're addicted to it, so that's awesome. The first thing I want to refer you to is episodes 38 and 39 of The $100 MBA Show. These episodes deal with negotiation. It's a crash course in negotiation. There's two parts to it, part one and part two. And in that course, you're going to learn a bit about how to deal with clients like you mentioned. But I want to give you some quick advice here or quickly answer your question right here. First of all, let's back up. When your client comes to you for your services or for your products, you have to remember that they need you. You have something that they need. And therefore, they're gonna be looking to you to see what's going on. So say, for example, I'm a photographer and somebody's gonna hire me to take some photos for their wedding. They're not a photographer. They don't know how to do this. So that's why they're calling upon me. That's why they're hiring me. So it's my job. It's my obligation to tell them how this is done. When working with me as a photographer, this is how things are gonna go. You have to educate your customers on how you do business. And often with difficult clients, if you don't show them how business is done, how you do business right from the get-go, they will tell you how they want it done. So it's very important to set the precedent up front. The best example I can think of, or the best parallel or metaphor of this is a teacher and its classroom. If you remember back when you were in school, you had teachers that had full control over their class, things got done, things were efficient, and then you had teachers that, you know, anything went. Kids horsed around, you know, it was very noisy in there. There was very little class management. And a lot of that has to do with the way the teacher set up the rules, regulations, and the tone and how you should behave in that classroom and how things are done. What are the system in this classroom? You can't just leave things to chance. You just can't go in a negotiation and hope that for the best or hope that the customer or the client is going to be nice enough to understand uh, the way you do business. You need to actually show them this is how things are done. So it's quite all right when you're sitting with a client to thank them for the opportunity to work with them but then quickly going into saying how you do business. Say, normally, this is how I do business. In a project like this, this is how it's going to go. Lay the foundation. Show them that you're in control. You've done this before. 
And when you hire a photographer, in my example, this is how it's done. Now, obviously, after you could do that, you can ask them if they have questions. Do you have any questions about this procedure, about the way things are going, or the plan? They'll have a few questions, but you've already set the tone. You already show that you're in control, and this is how you do business. Take it or leave it. Now, you can always do this with a smile. It doesn't have to be this mean thing. You could do this with a smile, with friendliness, but you got to go into it showing your clients you're a pro. Most difficult clients, the reason why they're difficult is because they don't listen. And the reason why they don't listen is because they feel they have the opportunity to talk. They talk the most of the time. When you're talking, you can't listen. And they just talk, talk, talk about how they want things done. And what you need to do is just, from the get-go, just say, you know, let me put you at ease. Let me show you what normally goes on when you hire a photographer like myself. And they have an opportunity to listen from you if you offer something good to listen to. Show them how your service is going to unfold, what you offer them, how this is going to help them, and how it's a great value. Put them at ease so they understand the play-by-play of what's going to happen, when they're going to pay you, how they're going to pay you, and when they're going to receive their services. By giving them something to listen to and to think about, they'll have a chance to really absorb what's happening and there'll be less of a conflict or less of a resistance because they automatically recognize that you're in control and you got this. You want to set the tone that the reason why they're hiring you is because you're supposed to handle it, not them. You're supposed to be in control. The reason why they hired you is so they don't have to worry about it. The work is done and they just pay you for your services. But people won't feel that way if they don't see that you're in control that they know that you've done this before and you have a plan in place. If they know you have a plan in place, they'll feel comfortable. Now, you also mentioned that sometimes you have clients that are indecisive. They can't make decisions. Now, often this happens because they don't know what their choices are. As their service provider, as somebody who's working with them, it's your duty to kind of give them some choices, give them two or three choices, narrow it down so they it's not just anything they want. When they have choices, now they can hone in and they can, you know, with process of elimination, choose which one is best for them. So assist them in the choice-making process. And remember, they're looking to you. You're the expert. They're looking to you so they can make the right choice. So if you want to make a recommendation, if you want to say, if I were you, I would go with this, but it's up to you, they may just go with your choice because they trust you as the expert. We also have a blog post at 100mba.net called How to Negotiate Like Frank Underwood. Frank Underwood is a character from the Netflix show House of Cards. And he's a master negotiator and we give some examples. And I actually provide some scripts that you can use when you're negotiating, when you're setting the tone. This takes some practice to feel like you have the reins, that you really are in control of this whole process and you have the confidence to present it that way. You could check that blog post out in our show notes for today at 100mba.net slash mba106. All right, Joanna, thanks again, and I hope that answered your question. We'll take care of part two or the second question you have in next week's Q&A weekend. Guys, I have two quick announcements or two things I want to say to you. The first thing is I want to really, really thank you guys for all your support, all the ratings and reviews you guys sent on iTunes. You guys subscribing, listening to the show every day. It means a whole lot to me and Nicole. And we want to give you a special thank you because earlier this week, Nicole and I found out that iTunes has chosen us as a Best of iTunes podcast, which is a huge, huge accomplishment. There are very few podcasts that get selected every year. We got chosen as one of the best recent debut podcasts for 2014. And in all honesty, it is due to you, our listeners, listening, subscribing, giving us iTunes ratings and reviews. 
it's incredible. And we are very, very grateful for having you. And we recognize the fact that without our audience, we do not exist. There's no reason to exist without somebody listening to you. So thank you so much. We are dedicated to providing this show for as long as we can. We want to keep on adding value and keep on growing. So please, please keep spreading the word so we can keep on uh, getting accolades like these and sharing them with you. So thank you so much again. The second thing I want to announce is that we're going to be a part of a pretty big event coming up in April of 2015, and it's called the Instigator Experience. I highly, highly recommend you check it out. It's at theinstigatorexperience.com. This is a two-day event that was started by a fellow podcaster and friend, Srinivas Rao, who has a podcast called The Unmistakable Creative one of my favorite podcasts. This is a very unconventional event, and he called upon us to be a part of this event, and I'm gonna be there, Nicole's gonna be there, we're really looking forward to adding value to the event, and we'd love to see you there. The thing is, it's a very exclusive event. They only take 60 people, and you have to apply. The reason why I'm mentioning this to you is because applications open up December 15th, and I would love for any of our listeners to apply and be there. I would love to see you there, because I know it's gonna be a very, very special event. This is not about inspiration, it's about taking action. There's a very small speaker to audience ratio, meaning that you're gonna have a lot of time with the speakers that are there, so you can learn from them, so you can network them, so you can become friends with them. This is gonna be a really interactive experience, and I'm really looking forward to being part of it. Um, I'm not getting paid to say this, uh, Serenivas Rao is not a sponsor of this show today or anything like that, but I'm a part of this event, and I wanted to share it with you in hopes to see you there. All right, guys, I want to leave you with this. Sometimes you're going to have difficult people as your clients or potential clients. And sometimes you got to make the choice. Is this person too difficult for me? Meaning that are they worth my time? Not every client is meant to work with you. One of the best things about being an entrepreneur is that you could choose who you work with. So make sure you're choosing the right people that one make you excited to work with them. You don't want to take on clients that drag you down and make you feel like you hate what you're doing. What's the point then? I know sometimes that's scary, turning down work. But often when you say yes to people that you don't want to work with, that means you're going to say no to somebody else. That means that you're not going to be available to say yes to those who you want to work with. You only have a certain amount of hours in the day and you want to dedicate those hours to those who you want to work with. So that's just a reminder to myself as well as to you. I hope that benefits you. I'll check you guys in the next episode. Take care.